Greetings to all of our viewers of the Sports Scoop podcast. Welcome to the third official episode of the podcast. This episode will be a slightly different episode as I'll be opening up about, I'd say, an element of my personal life to my listeners for the first occasion on this podcast. I know this is a relatively early stage to open up about such a such a personal battle, but I feel prepared to open up as I've been encouraged by numerous peers and numerous teachers over the last number of weeks to obviously explain my story to potentially inspire others. So I guess without further ado, I hope everyone enjoys my sort of progression as a sport as a sports person from a 12 year old three years ago just before I started secondary school to a 15 year old in 2021 three years following their first day in secondary school I think the perfect occasion to establish sort of the stem of this whole story would have to be sort of my period in primary school because It was, I'd say it was sort of like a a period of fluctuated fortunes in relation to sports for me because I did like enjoy my hurling and all that from a young age. I was never an overly talented player, but I enjoyed like being part of a team and playing competitive matches with my friends. But obviously... As the years progress and there's changes of coaches and old stalwarts of the team start to leave and move on and there's a general loss of interest amongst sort of the school community, you you generally tend to become quite like disinterested yourself. Despite the fact there were numerous, as you'd say, younger players in that in that team that were obviously progressing through the ranks, it's you never feel the same encouragement when you are, as you would say, playing with players that are probably three or four years younger than you, and the majority of the players who are your age or maybe slightly older than you are no longer participating on the team, and that sort of discouraged me to continue on in my sort of process as a hurler and a gra- and I, I sort of gradually sort of slipped out of that team and then there I was left with no outlet of physical activity altogether. I did attempt to be selected for um, the, the, the Santry team um, which was which is sort of like a competition that um all primary schools in Dublin run. I'm pretty sure were. I think we, we would say the elite athletic talent amongst Dublin primary schools, um, compete for medals at sort of like a sort of like a mini Olympic style games, over a period of around a day, where we would say maybe the best five or ten like athletes in every primary school would travel to the games and compete and I obviously 
trial to become a part of the team as part of the sixth class team. But unfortunately, my campaign to be selected for that for that team was unsuccessful. Um, I attempted. I applied to potentially be a part of the long distance team, which is quite an ironic choice considering if you stick around to the sort of later like compartments of the episode how influential long distance running becomes in my life so it's pretty ironic that I sort of had as you would say it I've had connection to long distance running for quite a significant amount of time now anyway I I auditioned for the team and I significantly underperformed on the day of, of sort of like the trial race where there were numerous like numerous potential like competitors for Santry in my class group for long distance running and it was a, it was a disappointing day for me it was a 10 lap race around the athletics field in Sundrive Park and after around three or four laps I sensed that I did I didn't stand an overly high chance of potentially winning that race and securing selection for Santry and then by the time I reached the fifth lap I was demoralized and I was I'd say I I was at, I, I was at a very low point mentally in relation to sort of physical activity and I decided to pretend to feel ill in order to as you would as we'd say retire from the race and and that's what I did and after five laps I decided to withdraw and pretended to feel ill which when I look back on it now it's that like an action like that would something would be something that I would never even consider as a 15 year old but at that period of my life I felt it was sort of like a a simple route out of a much deeper problem and I decided to to no longer participate in that race and that decision I'd, I'd say did more damage than we would say like positive influence on me it 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 was a it was a it was a damaging decision it it like no way positively influenced me and i'd say it only further plunged me down that hole of insecurity when it came to my athletic ability and for a number of months following following that trial in Sundrive Park I, I, I no longer felt anyways enthusiastic about sports or physical activity I enjoyed watching sports but I felt I, I sort of carried the opinion that participating in physical activity 
was something that I wasn't accustomed to. I wasn't groomed. I wasn't cut out to participate in sport. That was just not for me. It wasn't my thing. And there are other people that are good at that. And there are other people that do that. And I felt it was sort of the the perfect time to find new interests as it, it coincided with with like me starting in secondary school, starting in first year and for college, which was, I would say, a daunting experience at first, but it's, it's, it's obviously became quite an incredible experience over the last number of years. Anyways, when I arrived at secondary school, I, I felt, I felt slightly like my attitude to physical physical activity was, I'd say, below par in correlation to the majority of my classmates. I had, I'd say I had low self-esteem. I had a lack of self-belief and I didn't really believe I could push myself to the next level and improve myself, which was like a difficult mindset to be as you'd say living in considering I was such a young person only 12 years old and I'd already sort of thrown in the towel in relation to physical activity to a degree and then uh, there was one PE class probably in my third week of first year um, whenever the the conference state the conference state conversation sprouted up in surrounding basketball training that I was restarting for the first time following the summer holidays and I raised a point to my PE teacher that there probably isn't really a point of me going to that as I'm I'm not very good at sport and I probably wouldn't be much used to the team and my, my PE teacher I don't think I think she was disappointed to hear that comment for from like a young student who had just arrived in the school and she encouraged me to obviously join the basketball group and to participate in the basketball team and after a number of minutes of persuasion I made the decision that I would join the basketball team and attend training on a weekly basis. That was obviously I'd say it was it was certainly an improvement compared to I'd say the standards I've set for myself mentally over the sort of the last number of years prior to that I took initiative okay due to the responsibility and encouragement of people alongside me but I took initiative to join in in a new group when I was trying to accustom myself to such a to like an environment that I was unfamiliar with. I also decided to take take initiative in other other sectors of sport during that period. A number of days following the offer to take part in the school basketball team, it, it also became apparent that there would be a school futsal futsal blitz in the St Catherine Sports Centre. And our former French teacher at the time was going to organise the Blitz. 
and after I'd obviously attended my first training of basketball, I felt encouraged that I might not be the most skilled or talented player. Um, I might not be a, like a vital player for the team, but at least why not? Why not? I I test the waters with this, and I made the decision to travel to the to the school futsal match, and ironically, I performed reasonably well in training and I've selected to start and go goal for the match and that was an in like I'd say an experience that I'd say fill, filled me with confidence mentally as I I'd say I I put in a fairly modest performance on the day and goal and I was fairly proud of that performance and I was I felt uh, I gained a slight degree of confidence after those first few weeks of the improvement of my ability in basketball and football and I felt like I was willing to sort of drive the standards in sort of in, in my own in my own body to obviously achieve more in physical activity and to achieve more in sports in a school capacity. But then you reach stumbling blocks. After a number of months of participating in matches, rising my standards as an athlete, I was I was subject to some criticism from peers, numerous peers, around sort of throughout the latter stages of second year and or first year. I apologize and the early stages of second year, which was fairly demoralizing, if I were to be honest. It wasn't just one pair, because I never, I, I'm never a supporter of, what would you say, pointing out a single person or a single reason for such a significant problem. But it wasn't, but to be truthful, it was more than one person that was criticizing me. There were, obviously numerous different we would say types of criticism obviously some some of my peers would have criticized me to my face they would have been animated at me let's say when I made a minor mistake in a match or a training session or a or a PE class or other peers would have maybe criticized me behind my back and not directly criticised me and probably indirectly criticised me and maybe but they obviously whenever you indirectly criticise someone it's aimed at that person to a degree to criticise them and that and that and that hurts to a degree whenever you feel whenever you like you hear that like a number of your peers may not have belief in you they may they they may doubt you they they may they may not appreciate your presence on a sporting field or in training sessions or PE sessions you never appreciate appreciate that and that caused quite a significant gulf in my confidence i 
I continued to struggle with my confidence throughout that period, despite always registering valiant attempts whenever I did participate in physical activity. I did feel I was struggling to improve as an athlete and I was just trying my best to maintain the level I was at rather than improving, which was quite a difficult period for me as there, there's such an element of self-doubt in your mind that you feel you don't you don't really deserve to sort of push on to the next level, which is sort of a difficult mindset to like obviously let's say participate in sports while carrying, which I would say was probably like an implication for me for like say a number of months. But then I, fe I felt there was sort of a dawn and an onset of a new era. And that was probably sort of at the midpoint of second year. I was, I obviously accepted the offer to participate in running club with my Irish teacher, along with a number of my peers, which was obviously an activity I was looking forward to. And I actually did enjoy to, for the majority of it, but there was a significant session where I, I underperformed to a degree. I was struggling to sort of maintain my pace in correlation with the, with, I'd say the remainder of my peers. And I was significantly behind my peers. I was even significantly behind teachers who were, I'd say a number of decades older than me because in our school community we are incredibly inclusive and like let's say regardless of your fitness level you were and you were always welcome to any form of physical activity regardless if you're a, a student or a teacher or a staff member you are always welcome which is I'd say one of the the incredible positive attributes about our whole sort of school sporting pyramid or school sporting sector as you would say and anyway that obviously we've returned to the point as we do not want to get sidetracked it was it was a it was a difficult day mentally it was a difficult day physically and on the major i'd say on the majority of, of occasions that in that i'd say instances of those sort of like like it's it's incredibly hard to describe but let's say we're let's say a negative experience obviously takes place while participating in sport or physical activity or in any activity in general life you tend to or in my sort of experience in life I tended to sort of deterioration that certain activity as my commitment and my passion for that for that activity would sort of 
steadily drop over a period of time. But on that day, I took I took a new leaf out of I would say my own plain book of inexperience, and I decided to just I decided that maybe my level of long distance running is not like it's probably not at a high level at the moment but I but I need to hold that self-belief that I need to train incredibly hard to reach quite reach quite a relatively we would I would say probably a relatively average standard of long distance running my objective at that period was only to if if I were to come an average long distance runner I would have felt satisfied but the level of commitment I put in during that period I'd say probably would have pushed me over the edge from an average long distance runner and I really felt I I would say climb that bridge of ability from average to goods and climb probably and probably walk through another bridge of I would say excellent and I'd say that was a testament to regular commitments to long distance running daily commitment I ran at least three kilometers a day which was a huge commitment to undertake but I was willing to commit myself as I knew it was a, for I'd say my mental and my physical well-being it was absolutely vital that I really started to find consistency with with like a certain physical activity to sort of continue my drive and sort of self-improvement in the world of sport and also I needed if I were to continue to be capable physically of undertaking this task I needed to be prepared and I during that period I revolutionized my diet from probably I'd say I'd say a fairly reasonable diet for let's say a teenager my diet was never we would say below par it was probably around on par but then I decided that my diet had to become I'd say impeccable or had to reach a very high standard if I were to be capable of training on a regular basis every day and that's what I did I obviously I researched for a significantly long period of time I educated myself on how to cook certain meals to fuel myself while obviously while obviously attempting to perform at such a high level and I am glad to sit here today and say that I did obviously I would say stick to stick to my objectives and I did continue to research I did continue to prepare for physical activity and I did continue to participate in physical activity obviously this I feel I probably I maybe would have struggled to motivate myself 
to obviously undertake this task if it weren't for sort of the COVID-19 lockdown, which obviously we would say commenced sort of through sort of the spring of second year, which was shortly after that fateful day in running club. And that sort of gave me, like, I'd say it's like a period of time where I... I had a, a lot of, I had time at my disposal to really, to really like develop myself as a person and as an athlete. And I felt if I did, if I, if I was never given that period of time to, we would say progress, I'm actually intrigued to see where I would be now as a 15 year old. So if I were to recommend sort of a physical transformation for any, any person who is yet to undertake it, who may be a viewer of this podcast, I would recommend to undertake it when you have a significant period of time to improve yourself. Let's say some like the summer holidays where you have three free months where you can where you where you where you are at your own devices there are no time there are no constraints from school homework assignments tests you're under no academic pressure for that period and you can focus on obviously making progress physically as you do have time in your hands to obviously train to obviously like prepare for training and like to research and obviously i'd say one of the most crucial factors of training is rest and recovery and that is a factor that i'd say a significant amount of athletes my my age don't aren't overly enthusiastic about they they don't really believe in recovery or rest they feel it's not essential for them and they feel they can continue to perform without the necessary recovery and rest and that's why i would recommend like a significant i'd say like a, a rigid sort of sleep schedule and recovery schedule on a daily basis. And that sort of schedule and routine remains fairly similar throughout the calendar year. And that and that and the recommendation I would obviously give to young to like any viewer of this podcast would be to go to bed relatively early, not incredibly early, but just relatively early and get up relatively early. I know that can be, I understand that can be an incredible challenge for teenagers or even for people slightly older, but it will, But if you really, really commit yourself to this, it will feel worth it. Those early mornings where you struggle to rise from the bed, they will feel valid. They will feel worthy in a number of months. 
So if I were to speak to any person who is interested in improving physically, I would recommend just continue to commit yourself throughout those difficult mornings. Continue to compose yourself rather than, I would say, losing track, as you would say, and just continue your commitment because the longer you are committed, I feel, the the greater you become motivated because you feel this it sort of becomes a general fixture in like sort of your sort of like mental routine or schedule as it it only feels right to to get up early and to exercise rather than maybe staying in bed for like a number of hours to maybe catch up on a few hours of last sleep that's and if you create that routine it it will just it will be incredibly beneficial when trying to transform yourself mentally along with physically and another i would say another sort of positive and if we're to sort of look in the field of recovery i would recommend a break from athletic activity in the evenings of just and just sort of a, a break from all demands of life maybe an hour or two of just resting and sitting down and just enjoying your surroundings and not occupying yourself with any demands from school work physical activity whatever your commitment is and just enjoying your free time because as much as like your your physical activity is beneficial to you 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 also need that sort of free time that free time just to just to enjoy your life just to live your life because you even whenever you are let's say experiencing a difficult period of trying to improve yourself as an athlete those periods of rest rest and recovery will motivate will like motivate you to work through those difficult periods so that's why i think rest and recovery recovery are absolutely essential if you want to gain any significant success in physical activity now we are sort of approaching the latter stages of the podcast and we are going to talk a bit more about sort of the period following that that absolutely I'd say incre- incredible I'd say turn ter- we would say shift in fortunes for me as an athlete and that was whenever I started to notice a lot of the commitment and a lot of the sort of like a lot of I apologize a lot of the commitment I had placed like placed in my life was starting to pay off and that was and that's always incredible it's 
an absolutely liberating experience when you when you obviously start to notice your hard work and your commitment obviously becoming a reality that is it's wonderful and it is glorious and I obviously like I honestly hope that I'd say anyone I know any any person in this world experiences that at least on numerous occasions in your life because those experiences they will motivate you for the rest of your life and that may appear like a cliche but they will and I would just and that's why I feel and I'm obviously referring back to my recommendation of undertaking such a significant like transformation in a certain activity that's why I feel it's absolutely essential you undertake as like a challenge in your life because you will reap the benefits later on and while reaping the benefits of that commitment it can open doors to like to like to new like to new opportunities in your life which is another significant perk of just like mental physical and physical transformation and a number of those sort of new opportunities that have been created and since obviously we would say improving as an athlete would be sort of the sort of as it became quite noticeable amongst the majority of my peers and my teachers that I had a significant interest obviously in sport and physical activity and I obviously began was obviously offered the role earlier earlier this year in fourth year to obviously undertake the role as um sports reporter for the school football team which is an honor for me i'm incredibly honored to undertake such a role uh, i was obviously recommended by my english teacher to start my own sports podcast i've i've also experienced quite a a journey of improvement as an english student over the last number of years Maybe that can be a topic for another day, but uh, but that was obvious. But obviously, the hard work and commitment there obviously opened the door for this whole podcast. This podcast probably wouldn't have existed if it weren't for if it weren't obviously for the that like I'd say the like my willingness to to push myself a number of years ago. So I think. That is, I'd say, the baseline importance of of working hard. It's that you will reap, you will eventually, on in the on the majority of occasions, you will eventually reap the benefits, and it could potentially open the door to new opportunities in life. So, if I were to recommend, like, to like, if you were to like receive one takeaway from this episode it would be hard work and commitment 
will eventually pay off on the on the majority of occasions and could possibly open 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 the door to new opportunities in life. And now as we conclude on this on this third episode of the Sports Scoop podcast, we are going to talk about the I'd say the end result, the eventuality of this we would say almost titanic story as as a sports student or just as a sports person in general and that was the award ceremony on the 22nd of October almost two weeks ago now just before the midterm break where my where my efforts in the world of sport were recognized with the Stratford College Junior Sports Person of the Year award for 2021 which was an overwhelming honour. Like, to be honest, I was absolutely honoured to accept such an award. And obviously, I had seen some exemplary sports sports people in the past obviously clinch that award over the past number of years and to obviously to be associated with such talented and with such committed sports people was the ultimate honor for me and and if I and if I'm being honest I'm still like trying to digest the news and it's absolutely incredible and all I can thank is just my the support of teachers peers friends family members who've backed me over this period of time to and of, which has obviously resulted in an incredible eventuality and an incredible, we would say, ending to, I would say, an absolute roller coaster of a story. And also, and also, um, the, the Junior Sports Person of the Year Award wasn't the only, um. I'd say award I received on that award ceremony day. I also was recognised for my efforts in English, um, by my English teacher was which was also an extraordinary honour as. I never considered myself. Like I like an overly. I'd say an overly strong English student, for my like throughout sort of my early years in secondary school and my latter years in primary school. But I was, I was incredibly honoured to receive that award as well, and I, as 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 I also as I also saw the, as I also sort of saw the the eventuality of all the commitment in in English class becoming a reality. And if any of the listeners were interested to sort of, we would say, learn about my story as an English student from, from a student who probably would have barely passed exams as a first or a second year student to a student who is considered like a top student, I'd say one of the like highest achieving students in the class. If that, if, people are one if people are interested in obviously listening to that story I could maybe potentially briefly run over it through 
throughout this podcast isn't exactly sports related, but maybe we could, I'd say, discuss it, discuss it for a period on this podcast, or maybe I could to discuss it on another outlet. And because I feel it's it's another, I'd say, we would say story and experience in my life that needs to be recognised. I say, but so now before we finish up, um, I want to just obviously um, thank all, all of all of the people who have supported the podcast as of late. Um, the po- the I think the support of the podcast has increased over the last number of weeks, and it's been humbling to obviously hear hear of like peers hear friends hear of teachers hear family members listening to the podcast and actually admitting they genuinely enjoy the podcast i don't believe that the podcast is a work of art to be honest i feel i'm still a work in progress i still struggle with like stuttering in podcasts i still struggle to think of the correct vocabulary and po- while obviously recording a podcast but I am obviously making progress and I feel throughout every episode I feel I, I can oversee an improvement from the la- last episode and that's obviously an, an incredibly exciting exciting experience personally and this podcast is probably the dawn of a new chapter of self-improvement for myself because I never feel you can like be finished with improving as as a person or as a student or in any form of life so this so this podcast is probably I would say my sort of sort of my enhanced form of self-improvement for transition year and now I'm going to update um, the viewers on what they could potentially expect in future episodes. I'm obviously in the process of trying to potentially invite a guest onto the podcast. I think just in my opinion, just to make potentially we would say continue to keep make keep the podcast fresh and original and original and exciting and enjoyable and that's why I feel if I invite a guest the podcast could like continue to improve I have numerous and I've already numerous ideas of potential guests in my head and those are potentially a, a peer of mine a member of the school football team maybe a contact of mine who who's who's in who's like involved in the world of sport or potentially even reaching out to a person who is who is or was significantly involved in the world of sport but obviously for the next number of episodes you can expect um you can expect your host my myself Luke Higgins to be occupied occupied with a guest and I feel that I feel that sort of reduces the demand on myself because it's an incredible challenge to speak publicly publicly for a period of 
let's say 40 or 60 minutes and I feel I can reduce I can reduce the demand on my oral skills if I'm accompanied by a guest. I'm also considering potentially releasing a question and answers um style podcast. Um I, I feel it'll be an interesting podcast for like numerous viewers to sort of get to know the man behind the speaker in relation to sport and also how I initially became interested in sport and I feel if we let's say decide to to produce a question and answers episode I would recommend all of the listeners to obviously register any question they have on the sort of I think on the questions tab on Spotify and I'll try and complete like return an answer and throughout an episode for the majority of the suitable answers. Now I feel we've reached the end I I feel we've reached the natural dawn of this podcast and I feel it's only suitable that um I would say goodbye, thank you for the support and obviously see you all next time for a new episode of the Sports Scoop podcast shortly.